what I thought I would be doing is not necessarily what I'm doing right now. I didn't know. But what I did remember is in order to walk on water, I had to step out of the boat. Hey friend, welcome to the Disrupting Burnout Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Patrice Buckner-Jackson, but you can call me PBJ. Friend, you are in the right place. Here at Disrupting Burnout, we are giving you the tools to disrupt and beat burnout so you can love your career and your work again. Friend, we get it. You're in the right place at the right time. We speak your language. We know what it feels like. We know that caring and serving in a compassionate way can cost you in your body, in your mind, in your spirit, in your relationships. And this is your place to come to be refreshed. This is where you get refilled. This is the place to be revived. This is the place to fill your cup so that you can serve from your overflow. Friend, I'm so glad you're here and I'm ready to get started. How about you? Let's get into it. Friend, listen, how you doing? How your mama doing? How your cousins them doing? It has been so long since I have cracked the mic to come and talk to you here on this podcast. Listen, the name of the podcast has changed. The branding of the podcast has changed. So much has happened in the last six months. Oh, but I can't wait to share it with you. I'm here to talk to you today. I am here to relaunch this podcast and to share with you all what I have learned. I have so much more to give. I have so much more to give these this last year, not just the six months, but this last year has offered me some of the most impactful lessons of my entire life. And that is what I'm going to share with you today. For those of you who don't know me, I am Dr. Patrice Buckner Jackson. You call me PBJ. I've been an educator in higher education for over 25 years, an executive coach uh, for more than 10 years now, transformational speaker, author. Listen, there's a whole lot that I do. But here, I tell you and I share with you what I have learned and what I continue to learn about disrupting burnout. I'm here to give you the tools that you need so that you can beat burnout for good. And I want to start again. I want to start today by sharing with you the lessons that I've learned over the last year. If you're new here, you may not realize it, but it's been one year since I walked away from my traditional career in higher education and took on the challenge of being a full-time speaker, educator, workshop leader, podcast creator, all the things that I'm doing right now. And I've got to tell you, I did it shaking in my boots, but it was one of the best decisions I have ever made. So in this episode, I want to share with you four lessons that I've learned through my one year from walking away. 
So just to give you the background, um, about a year ago, I was working in higher education and student affairs, and I knew, I knew my time had come to an end. I knew it in my heart. I knew it in my spirit for several reasons. Um, One primary reason is this purpose uh, was starting to multiply. Opportunities were coming, and I had constant conflicts between this work and the work that I was hired to do. So I had to continue to make decisions. And of course, my full-time job had to take priority, but my heart was telling me it was time to do this and I could no longer do both. I remember praying. I remember praying and crying out to God and saying, look, God, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do it, but I can't do both. So if you want me to stay here at my job and you want me to go all in in my job, just tell me, and that's what I'm I'm going to do. If you want me to take the leap, if you want me to take the leap to go do this thing that's in my heart, you tell me, and I'll do that. Pray that prayer. The very next day, I got two new opportunities in my business that I did not pitch for. I did not ask for. I didn't even know these people. I still to this day don't even know how they know me. But they called and they immediately booked me. And I said, "Okay, that's my confirmation. It's time to go. It's time to go. So I put in my notice. I gave plenty of notice. And I made the transition. And when I put in my notice, friend, I didn't know what was coming next. Other than those two contracts, I didn't have people knocking down the door. I didn't have things lined up. I didn't know when the next income or when the next check was going to come. But I just knew in my heart that it was time. Well, as soon as I put in that letter, it wasn't even a week later, I got a call um, for a long-term contract to help a university that I was very familiar with. And then another call and then another call and then another call. So one thing that I'll tell you today is I am very clear. There's no doubt that I am right where I'm supposed to be. I'm doing exactly what God wants me to do in this season. And there's so much peace in that. There's so much peace in that. And this year, I got to tell you that God has been faithful. He's been faithful in every way we have not wanted for anything. As a matter of fact, we're in a better position in many ways than we've been in years just because God is faithful, just because he's faithful. So I want to celebrate. I want to celebrate with you that it's been a year. I've been full in for a year been full in for a whole year and it's been nothing but blessing. Um, People ask me how I'm doing and I say, I'm living the dream. And then I say, no, really, I am living the dream. So let me share with you four lessons that I've learned over the last year. And many of these are not new lessons, but they've definitely been fortified in the last year. So the first lesson I'll share with you um, is in order to walk on water, you have to get out of the boat. Several years ago, I was in my early 20s, so 
several, several years ago, friend. <laughs> I was in my early 20s and it was my first opportunity to step out of the boat in a big way. I had graduated from college. I was living in the city where I went to college. I was driving distance from my home and things just started to just kind of feel uncomfortable. It was like the walls were closing in on me. I felt like it was time for me to go, like life was squeezing me out. And I had an opportunity to move to San Antonio, Texas. And I just wrestled with that idea. I didn't know anybody there. I was a very young woman. I'd be moving by myself. My family didn't support it. They were afraid for me. And I had a friend and I asked my friend about what I should do. And he said, how are you going to walk on water if you never step out of the boat? And I never forgot that. It just, it was exactly what I needed at that moment. I knew it was time for me to walk on water. I knew it was time to take a faith leap. I knew it was time to trust God. I knew he had something in store for me, but logic didn't line up with it. My comfort zone didn't line up with it. Even people who love me the most didn't line up with it, but my heart knew. My heart knew. And the same was true one year ago when I put in my notice and I walked away from my 25 year career. I had no idea what God had in store. I didn't know what was next or what was coming or how he was going to provide or even what this thing would look like. Because when I left, what I thought I would be doing is not necessarily what I'm doing right now. I didn't know. But what I did remember is in order to walk on water, I had to step out of the boat. So I'm here to tell you, friend, your heart knows. You keep asking people, you keep wrestling with it, you keep going to YouTube, trying to find somebody to confirm or deny it. Your heart already knows that it is time for you to step out of the boat. How are you going to walk on water if you never step out of the boat? So I'm here to tell you, and and friend, the step, it's not even the walking that blessed me. Hear me. It's not even the walking on the water that brought all the blessings. It's the step. <laughs> it's the step. We are so worried about how am I going to stay afloat once I get out there that we never take the step. But what I've learned is the step, the initiation, the first thing, doing the obedient thing, that is what opens the doors. It's not the walking. Because in this last year, there are times that I felt like I was sinking. There were times that I felt like I was lost. I wasn't, but it felt that way. It wasn't the walking that blessed me. It was the step. It was the step. So you know, your heart knows. If it's time to take a step, your heart knows. And I'm here to tell you that that step is what opens up everything. How are you going to walk on water unless you step out of the boat? So friend, I would tell you to step out because stepping out has been everything to me. I have traveled this country. Listen to me. I'm from Crockettville, South Carolina. If you heard of it, we're cousins. I'm from Crockettville, South Carolina. I never thought 
I never thought, I never knew that I would be able to travel this country the way that I have in this last year from California to Idaho, to North Carolina, to Texas, uh, all over the place, Boston. In the last year, I have traveled more in the last year than most of my family members have in a lifetime. And it's because of the one step. So I would encourage you, take the step, friend. Take the step. If it's the wrong step, you'll know it and you can step back. But take the step. It's worth the risk. So you can't get you can't walk on water unless you get out of the boat. Hey friends, it's Dr. PBJ and I have something exciting to share with you today. I am coming to a city near you. Yes, that's right. I'm coming to see you to your local coffee shop, to a church fellowship hall near you. It is time for us to be in the same room together. Virtual online is fine, but there is nothing like being in the same place on one accord supporting each other. So here's what I need you to do. Go to drpbjlive.com. Get signed up on the wait list. Make sure you send me an email. Dr. PBJ, don't leave my town out. I cannot wait to come see you. Go get signed up today. Number two, my next lesson is let somebody help you. <laughs> let someone help you. Your dream, your vision, your purpose is not all on you. There is somebody who is skilled, experienced, equipped, and anointed to help you. And you need to allow help in. I don't know about you, but I'm from um, a culture where it's I got to do it by myself. I don't know who I can trust. I don't know who is willing. I don't want to be a burden to anybody. It reminds me of a video I watched years ago. I don't, I mean, this was several years ago. It was a video that was kind of um, on the internet. And uh, this little girl, she had to be three or four. Um, She was in the back of the car trying to put her seatbelt on. And uh, the adult in the video was trying to offer help to her. And she was refusing help. Like she could do it herself, you know. In the meantime, she's holding up the whole trip, right? Because we can't leave until you get your seatbelt on. But she was determined not to get help. And her little, in her three-year-old, four-year-old stubbornness, she said, worry about yourself. <laughs> the adult who was trying to help her, her response to them is worry about yourself. Well, as much as I laughed at that little three-year-old sassiness, I had that in my heart as well. I had it in my, I can do it myself. Worry about yourself. I can get it done. What I've learned in the last year is there are people who who are skilled, equipped, and experienced and anointed to help me. And I have to be open to the help. There are people, women, powerful women who have walked with me in this last year, taught me things, coached me, did things for my business, used their skills to promote and to market and to help me do the thing that God has assigned for me to do. 
And I am so glad, so grateful for their help. You know, I was, I have a degree in in YouTube University, honey. I will go look it up. I will go figure it out. I can figure it out by myself. But what I've learned is the time, the time that I spend figuring it out and doing a half job where I could trust somebody and let them in to handle something that they are already ready to do. So the second lesson is let somebody help you. There are people ready and willing. And sometimes you have to make an investment, but I don't mind paying for peace. I don't mind paying for expertise and skill, right? If I want to manage this well, I want to handle what God has given me well. And I've learned that in order to do that, sometimes I need to make the investment and let somebody help me. Lesson number three. You've heard me say this before. If you've listened to the podcast, this is something that I got from one of my coaches, Jatia Jones. Coach JJ always says this, but I have seen it in action in the last year. She always says clarity comes in the doing, not the thinking. Clarity comes in the doing. How often do we get caught in just meditating? on what we're supposed to do, just rolling it around in our head over and over and over, thinking it to death because we want to know A from Z. We want to know every detail in between before we even take one step. What I learned from Coach JJ and what I have seen in real life over the last year is clarity comes in the doing. You do one thing, And when you do that one thing, when you take that one step, you can see a little bit more clearly and you know whether you need to go right or left next. But your right or left is, again, just one step. And when you take that step, then you can see a little bit clearly and you see a little bit more and you can go again and again and again. So clarity comes in the doing, not the thinking. So many people that I've had the opportunity to coach over this last year, the reason why they're stuck is because they won't move. They won't move. You're stuck because you won't move. You're confused because you won't, you won't move. You're frustrated because you won't move. You won't know the next step until you take the first one in front of you. So friend, clarity comes into doing. You got to do something. Faith without works is dead. You can believe all day. You can pray all day. But if you're not willing to do anything, you're going to find yourself in the same position six months, a year from now. But if you're willing to take a step, you will find that with every step, you can see a little bit more of the next step and the next step and the next step. And before you know it, you can look back and you have come a mighty long way just by taking one step at a time. Friend, clarity comes in the doing. The final lesson that I will share with you today that I have learned is that purpose includes letting go. This is a tough lesson, but it's so real. And the more that I embrace it, the more, the better that I'm getting at it, the letting go. Um, When I put in my resignation for my job, 
It was a sacrifice. I didn't know how we were going to pay our bills or what was going to come next, but I trust God. And I determined that I was going to trust him better than I had trusted him in the past. And I let go. I let go. I let go of working with students. I love working with students. I love working with students. I let go of working with students. I let go of the staff that I enjoy mentoring and coaching and supporting. I, I let go of the income. I let go of the benefits. I let go of the opinions of others. There's still people who think I've lost my mind. There's still people who don't get it, but it's not up to them to get. I had to let go in a major way in order to take on this work that has been assigned to my hands. What I didn't know is that was not my last time letting go. This entire year has been a year of letting go, letting go of old mindsets that no longer serve me, letting go of culture or cultural norms that no longer align with my heart and who I am, letting go of old habits, letting go of old ways of living, letting go of old ideas, letting go of the way that uh, I thought things should be done. This has been a year of letting go. And the more I release, the more comes into my hands. The more I release, the more comes into my hands. So I've learned to live with the open hand. I'm going to live with the open hand. Whatever God gives me, I'm not going to hold it tightly for dear life. I'm going to live with the open hand. So he's free to put in and he's free to take out. In this last year, uh, the podcast has changed. The business has changed. I have changed and we're continuing. We're continuing to evolve and to move uh, more boldly, more confidently, more fully into this purpose, this reason that I was created in the first place. But I've found that in order to continue moving, I have to continue letting go. So let me ask you today, friend, what do you need to let go? What are you holding on to that's holding you back? What are you carrying that is a heavy load? What's still in your backpack that no longer aligns with your heart? Letting go is a part of purpose. And in order for you to move more fully into the purpose that God has created you to walk in, friend, you have to let go. You have to let go and trust. Let go and trust that he that has begun a good work in you, he's going to complete it. Let go and trust that your God is a good God. And he promised never to leave you or forsake you. 
let go and trust that he promised to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ask or think. Whatever you are holding on to like a death grip, I encourage you to let go. Open your hand. Allow God to remove as he will and to place as he will. And if you can trust him like that, you're going to find yourself right in the middle of his will. And there's no safer place to be. So those are my lessons. It's been a year and it has been one of the best years of my entire life. And I'm so grateful. And I'm grateful that I get to do this with you all. Friend, we're going deep into disrupting burnout. That's what I'm called to do in this season. And that's what I'm going to do. And I hope that you will take this journey with me. All right. That's what I got for you today. See you next time. Now, hold on, friend. Before you go, I want you to share this episode with somebody in your life who you know needs it. And you know we can't leave without this. I always have to remind you. I need to remind you. You are powerful. You are significant. And you are loved. Love always. PBJ.